Well, it's been a successful road trip. Now we can officially say that, and it comes to an end as the Apple Sox win on Sunday, taking down the Edmonton Riverhawks by a 9-3 score. Wadachi was coming off of a stretch in which they lost six in a row. They hit the road, snapped the streak last Tuesday against the Victoria Harbor Cats, and then go on all in all to win four of six games away from Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. A huge victory here today, and it all got going early. Wenatchee, for the first time on the weekend set against Edmonton, scored first as they played at three runs in the second inning, all of them with two outs. Andrew Haight, Grant Sherrod, Garrett Gores all singled to load up the bases. Joichiro Oyama drew a walk, and then after that it was Matt Hallback singling in a pair to bring in the second and third runs of the inning. Apple Sox with the bases loaded, two outs in the top of the second. If they can get a run, that's going to be huge. The 3-1. Misses for ball four. It's one to nothing, Apple Sox. Four consecutive hitters have reached base with two down, and the Apple Sox take an early one to nothing lead. The 1-1. That's swung on, hit out towards center field. Lots of space for Stanette, but he's not going to be able to make the play. Sherrod scores. Gore's right behind him. Two more runs across for Wenatchee. It's 3 to nothing. still with two down in the top of the second inning. Matt Hallback with a two-RBI single with the bases loaded. Scores Sherrod and Gores, and the Apple Sox have had five consecutive hitters reach base with two outs here in the second inning. Edmonton would get a run back in the bottom of the third, but Wenatchee pretty much had enough breathing room after their three-run top of the fifth inning. Similarly, each of the first three hitters reached base safely. Arquette and Stuka with walks, Fossil a single in between them, and then Ezra Samperi hit a ball to the third base side that was grabbed by the third baseman Mitch Wood. He tagged the runner Fossil heading from second to third out, fired to first. It was late. Samperi was not only safe, but the ball went out of play. But runners at second and third scored another run. And then after that, uh, beg your pardon, only scored the one run. And then Andrew Haight would follow with a two-RBI single. As Haight might play two here, a single to center field. Sam Perry getting the wave around second. Stuka has already scored. Sam Perry is right behind him. And Andrew Haight continues a great series against the Riverhawks, driving in two more runs. He homered on Friday, homered yesterday, and he's got another two-hit game, his second in the last three days. He adds to the lead. It's another three-run frame for the Apple Sox, and it's 6-1 to one here in the top of the fifth inning. Haight picked up two hits today. He had a great series here in Edmonton. Two-hit game on Friday in which he hit his first home run of the season, homered again on Saturday, and then two hits in the series finale. He has hits in each of his last six games and in six of his seven games in an Apple Sox uniform, including the home runs on Friday and Saturday. So at that point, it made it 6-1 to one Apple Sox. Edmonton scratched across one run on three hits in the fifth inning. And then in the seventh, the Sox got another. Adam Fossil with a double. On a wild pitch, he would go over to third, and the throw over to third was well off the line, down the left field line for a throwing error that would score Fossil for Wenatchee's seventh run of the ball game. Pitch is in the dirt down low. Fossil off and running, heads to third base. The throw goes into left field. He will score. It's 7-2 to Apple Sox here with one out in the seventh inning. After that, the Apple Sox would tack on two more in the ninth inning. Ezra Samperi, who entered yesterday's ninth inning, Without a base hit in his first week in an Apple Sox uniform, picked up an RBI triple on Saturday night to score, bigger part, RBI double to score three runs in the ninth inning on Saturday. And ninth inning, Sam Perry would come through again, this time on Sunday as he stepped up to the plate 
and delivered a two RBI single. 2-2 coming to St. Perry. He swings, hits it to right center field, and that will drop in for a base hit and score two. Ezra, ninth inning, St. Perry comes through again as he picks up two RBI on a single here in the ninth inning after yesterday in the ninth, plating three runs with a bases-clearing double. Sam Perry has all five of his runs driven in in this series in the last two days in the ninth inning both times. Second hit of the day for Sam Perry. Two more are across, and it's now 9-3 Wenatchee. In the bottom of the ninth inning, Mason Philly, a 1-2-3 frame with a pop-out in foul territory to end it as Wenatchee clinched the season series against Edmonton with a win on Sunday. LaRanger swings, pops it up, third base side. Gore strips into foul territory and makes the grab as the Apple Sox pick up a series victory. It's a great road trip for Wenatchee as they take four of six games away from home. And now they head home on Tuesday night for a six-game homestand beginning at 635 against the Kelowna Falcons. Sox win. It's a 9-3 win tonight against the Edmonton Riverhawks. They will take on the Kelowna Falcons this coming Tuesday through Thursday in Wenatchee. The first three games of a six-game homestand. Lots to look forward to. Of course, fireworks night is coming up on July 2nd. And the homestand, as I mentioned, getting started on a $2 off Tuesday. Tickets, concession items, and Coors Draft beers are $2 off this coming Tuesday. You can get your tickets now at saferseating.com. We'll continue our postgame coverage here from Ray Maxfield after Wenatchee defeats Edmonton 9-3 this afternoon, taking 2-3 of three against the Riverhawks and winning 4-6 of six on the road trip. We're joined now by the head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington. Coach, nice to have you up here after a big win for your team. It felt like the last couple of days it was a ebbs and flows of the game. Friday, a little bit of a slow start offensively. You got it going late, not in time. Yesterday, the middle innings, the bats woke up, and they kind of carried that momentum into today, but... I don't think there was ever a really a moment of fear today, which I think is the first time we can really say that on this road trip. Talk to me about the effort of your guys here today. You had to be satisfied after this one. Yeah, yeah. Overall, just really proud of the way our guys grinded. Um, you know, coming into this trip, we, we carried 11 position players and 14 arms. We had a 25-man travel roster for six days. And uh, after six days, every single one of those arms that traveled with, with us uh, saw an inning on the mound, and every one of those position guys ended up having to play. You know, we had Cole Miller go down in Victoria with an injury, had Enzo in game one here in Edmonton dislocate a finger, and uh, Mike Davini in Victoria rolls an ankle. I mean, we, we just got guys uh, guys that just battled through injuries and uh, and found a way to come out here and, and take four or six on the road. I was counting it up in the middle of yesterday's game. Michael Davini, Cole Miller, Enzo Apodaca all hurt on this trip. Already didn't have Corey Gerald, C.J. Horn, Brandon Ponce, Xander Orohudos, just they couldn't make the trip. So you're talking about seven guys right there, position players you didn't have. Talk to me about the adversity that you guys faced, but how you responded. Because the guys who were out there, I think particularly Adam Fossil, really stood out this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Adam's a guy that we know what what type of player he is. He uh, He's a fantastic kid and, and a great player and um we just knew we, we needed something big from him this week, and he's just had a great week up here up in Canada, and we're expecting that to carry over. But, you know, overall, again, just the way the guys grinded, and um, I really think this brought us closer together this trip when you go down with injuries. And, you know, Garrett Gores, who's primarily just pitched for us all summer, ends up having to play third a couple games and uh, stepped up big time for us, um, played well over there. And guys in some p- positions they haven't played in a while, um, 
and, and I think they just embraced it, and they, and they kind of just rallied around, hey, we're here with what we got, and, and let's find a way to get this thing done, and, and they did just that. Let's talk about your starter, Jean-Luc Shin. The first time you had used him as one, all he did was go out and throw four innings, one unearned run, two hits, three strikeouts, three walks. Had to be just about exactly what you were hoping for from him today. Yeah, yeah. Shin, uh, we know what type of arm he is, and when we brought him in here for the summer, we uh, we had big plans for him. And, you know, er early in June, he just never got the right outing, the right type of situation. He had been thrown out there. Uh, a couple late inning situations when we'd been down or runners on and um, going into this week we decided you know what Mason Philly's uh, kind of going to start moving into our closer role he, he embraces that role and so let's get Shin a start on Sunday and let him prepare as a starter that way he knows when he's going to throw and and can kind of have a plan going into it and man uh, he, he did just that he settled in and, and he threw really well for us. You and I talked a little bit uh, the last couple days obviously off air about what it meant to be playing in a market this size for some of these players. These were some of the, for a lot of these guys, probably the biggest crowds they play in front of. 3,145 on and on hand today. I mean, that's by far the biggest crowd the Sox have played in front of this summer. What did that mean for yourself, for the team, to be playing in front of big crowds? Not only that, but producing in front of big crowds. Yeah, I think everybody uh, just kind of had a smile on their face this, this uh, trip to Edmonton, just you're looking up, you're seeing the fans and uh, the ballpark. I mean, it's a true minor league ballpark, a triple-A ballpark, and uh, and you're just thinking, man, I'm, I'm blessed to be here where I'm at right now, being able to play in front of these fans and uh, in a park like this. And I, I think it, it inspired a lot of guys. After, after a long travel week getting into here, I think that kind of gave us a boost and, uh, and led to some of our success. Heading back home for, well, tomorrow for the six-game homestand begins on Tuesday. What is exciting you most about that homestand besides just having a few more bodies that you can toss out onto the field? You guys who couldn't make this trip, guys who are going to be added to the team, what else excites you about heading home? Yeah, yeah, just ha just having a little more depth, being able to get some fresh bodies in there. I know Xander and CJ are going to be uh, itching and ready to go Tuesday when we get back. Um, but just to get back in front of our fans and our crowd and be able to sleep in on our schedule and stay in our own beds and um, – and just get back to the comfortability of playing at home in, in Paul Thomas, uh, I think, is going to be nice and refreshing for these guys. Obviously, your first fireworks night as head coach will be coming up next Saturday. I've been really pumping that up, so I'm really <laughs> I'm really counting on fans to back me up on this. I'm hoping for the biggest crowd, at least since I've been here that day. But uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You played in some big crowds here this week. I think there's going to be some big ones here this weekend as well. Coach, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Appreciate it, Joel. That was Mitch Darlington, the head coach of the Wenatchee Apple Sox, joining us after Wenatchee's 9-3 win. Prior to Sunday's game, I had a chance to catch up with Reese Leitenberg, who tossed four and two-thirds innings of scoreless relief to pick up a save on Saturday night. Give a listen. Pre-game coverage ahead of the Apple Sox versus the Edmonton Riverhawks rolls on here from Remax Field. It's the series finale and sixth and final game of this road trip. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by Reese Leitenberg, who started the season as a starting pitcher. He appeared one game as a starter, but since has tossed three games out of the bullpen and is up to a 10 and two-thirds innings scoreless streak. Reese, uh, let's talk about that transition. You started out as a starter. You were kind of working yourself yeah. up. It wasn't expected to, you know, go six or seven innings that day, but it was, you know, you went two innings that first start, first week of June, and then you've jumped into the relief. Talk to me about what the transition has been like because obviously it's been a great difference for you. You've been really confident and obviously perfect so far out of the pen. What's it been like so far in the last three outings for you? Uh, well, I, I really haven't started much 
in these past like two years. So I've kind of been more comfortable just coming out of the bullpen. So that game I started, I didn't, I was kind of like off my routine and stuff. So like I didn't, I was kind of like lost and I was just asking some guys around for help. But coming out of the pen, I'm like way more comfortable. So it's, so I feel, I feel it good when I get to warm up in the pen and go out in the game. What is your routine as a reliever? Because unless you're doing outings like you did in your last two where they're yeah. lengthy, you pretty much could be called on any day. Obviously, you won't be going today yeah. after yesterday. But what is that routine like knowing that most, maybe probably six out of seven days of the week, you need to be ready to go? Yeah, I, when it gets to the point where the starter kind of gets to the inning or two where he's going to, this might be one of his last few innings, I kind of mentally prepare and lock in just if my name's called, just to be ready. I, I like move around in the dugout, especially on the days I know like I could be hot that day. But I like I like doing like stretching and stuff and bands like in the bullpen before just to get loose. But I kind of like meant like last night I kind of did some mental training and stuff just to get me locked in and calm my heart rate down to get in the game. What is that? Is just like self-talk maybe? Or I hear a lot of guys talk about mental work. And I think fans are curious what that means specifically. Take me through that. Uh, so I basically just, I kind of sat down at the end of the dugout yesterday during some, some innings before I was going to go back out there. And I kind of just closed my eyes and I just take really deep breaths in and deep breaths out. And I just tell myself to relax just to get my heart rate down. So when I get on the mound, then I'm relaxed and confident to pitch at that next hit I face. We're chatting with Reese Leitenberg ahead of this afternoon's contest between the Apple Sox and the Edmonton Riverhawks. Reese, two years at North Dakota State, you've appeared, I think it's about four games overall. You've already matched that here this summer. What has yeah. it meant to get a lot of work in the summer season to kind of help prepare you for this next year at North Dakota State? Yeah. Uh, it's it's been great because I've been kind of hurt off and on these past few years and just getting back out here and playing some baseball having fun with the boys is just fun and I'm looking forward to keep doing it this summer absolutely well Reese keep having fun nice work last night we'll see you next time on the yeah. bump thank you that'll do it for this edition of the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast we hope to see you at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium this coming Tuesday when the Apple Sox will host the Kelowna Falcons at 6 35 p.m. It's the first game of a six-game homestand for the Apple Sox. I'm Joel Norman. Thanks for tuning in today. This has been the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast.